0: back galactic rivers andrea land your grieving goddess today i'm more like your lounging day off so i probably shouldn't be recording or working but i feel like i need to say things goddess (laughs) i do have this fabulous conversation i had with prior guest multiple times on both my podcasts Dana Espinoza, she's a wonderful artist, poet, philosopher, witchy woman, and all-around fabulous person. And we have a great conversation about the shifts and ebbs and flows of feeling magical or dipping in and out of that world as we are called to focus on or tackle very specific things in our material reality uh, and I'll, I'll be releasing that soon but first i just kind of wanted to talk about what's been going on with me and this last month of my life has been such rapid change I'm all sensitive to background noise now because I was on Jessa Reed's Patreon and you know, they have more pro equipment and her partner is a recording wizard. But I have never worried about those things before. So why would I start now? For some of you that are new to me, I want to... Share a little bit about where I was two years ago when I started podcasts and especially this one. I, (laughs) like everybody, I was in the middle of lockdown and in the middle of a pandemic and that was happening. But at the same time, I was feeling so much of a need to express myself. And also experiencing an even more heightened bout of isolation than I was used to. See, that was something that I had an advantage over most of the people who had never experienced that lockdown. uh, Restriction in movement having to sit with oneself and not be around other people one of the gifts of having lifelong health challenges is that I have had many periods of that and it wasn't right before the pandemic I'd actually just kind of come out of hiding a little bit more but during the let's see, 2012 to 2018 period of time, I was doing weekly chemo for immune suppression. My lungs were being attacked by Sjogren's syndrome and I was headed for a lung transplant. I could barely keep up a conversation with someone for more than 10 minutes, let alone sing or talk. And I wasn't sure if I was ever going to get my voice back. Obviously I did. (laughs) A strange series of events led me to have a surgery four years ago which slowly eliminated the need for me to be doing the chemo anymore and then I was able to stop that. So I had already been in periods of isolation and I had kind of just come out of that and I was still two years ago much more physically impaired or diminished than I am right now at this time. I still have a very high need for rest more than the average person. There are things that I am not supposed to do or can't do very much on a regular basis or it will do me harm and i i basically just have to be really careful with myself you know everybody talks about extreme self-care and i'm like oh (laughs) you mean the way i keep myself functioning and alive um but i have had such gains in strength and overall vitality over the last three years through a combination of factors It wasn't all, you know, uh, holistic healing. It wasn't all energy healing. It wasn't all nutrition. It wasn't all Western medicine. Um, It was everything. It's been a combination of everything and also aspects of my life becoming more aligned with me to be able to take care of myself better. New year, new ad. Welcome to 2022. I wanna tell you a little bit about my services. I do a variety of oracle readings, animal communication, expansion coaching, consciousness anchoring, and grief mediumship support. I feel like I'm forgetting something, but I'll just move right on to the Patreon, which is a darn good deal, because here's the deal with that. There's a five, 10, and $20 tier all tiers receive 50% off all of my services all the time. Unlimited discount. As well, the $10 tier gets full access to all content including all previously recorded content from the last three months and you would think with only three months I wouldn't have that much but boy there's plenty up there. It would take you a while to get through it to be honest. So there's plenty to watch and listen to and absorb and learn from as well on the $20 tier. My VIPs get a free service every month. So that is like a 75% discount on some of my services. If you would like to have me as a guest on your podcast, or you would like to be a guest on mine, go to my booking link through my link tree and book a podcast interview if you have a good or service or healing art or intuitive practice that you would like to trade with me for one of my services let's start the new economy with bartering shall we so go book a trade go book a podcast interview go book a service and go join the patreon at grooving goddess on patreon you will have to go do it in a browser because you can't find it uh in the app due to the fact that i have it marked 18 plus so if you would like to join the patreon go do that there and boy we just can't wait to have you there the patreon has grown so fast in the last few months and i know we're just going to keep growing so come join the xanadu party and learn more about yourself space weather grid work consciousness expansion time manipulation and perception And much, much more. All of that is to say that when I started this podcast, most of it was all done from bed. I was still at a point where even in my waking time, because of my inability to sit I was required to do most of the things other people do sitting up, laying down instead. So that included recording podcasts, That which right now I'm laying down. Because today that's what my body needs. And I'm not going to limit myself to equipment, sound quality, blah, 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 to prevent me from doing the thing I need to be doing. So I think anyone who has any misophonia or audio pet peeves for turning your volume up or down or changing your settings as needed. If you really want to hear me and there's something about it that's bothering you. And I want to make it clear, uh, just by no means, um, you know, was being critical or like she felt like it was something on her end. You know what I mean? And this has nothing to do with her or her wonderful partner. It has to do with me and what I thought about when that came up. And this is what I thought about. I thought about how I went into this doing the only thing I could do. In that circumstance and I do have the luxury of being able to sit a little more and I can sit up and record often. I'm able to do that when I do interviews with people, although sometimes I still need to be lying down, but I did this because I was an isolated disabled person that had no other way to express myself in the world that made sense to me. And at that time, oh my gosh, you could, I mean, somebody could have sent me an email that said, hi there. We think you're so awesome. We're going to pay you, I don't know, a hundred dollars a reel or a hundred dollars a TikTok. If you get on our platform and do your thing, I would have been like, yeah, no, sorry. I don't think so. It wasn't until (laughs) Serafina Blackman and I started Meow podcast in January 2021. Uh, Maybe not even January. I think it was like March, April-ish. That was the first time that either of us had forced ourselves to be on camera. And put it out for the world to see. So the TikTok monster and prolific reel maker that you know me to be now... And honestly, I'm not prolific compared to other creators, but I still do something most every day. That has been a huge growth shift and change for me. So for me, because of the various physical and financial limitations that I've had upon me at different points, I really just have to be the Taurus that I am and barrel through and just do whatever it is. I see a thing, I decide I wanna do it, and I do it whether I can do it like everyone else, whether I have the right equipment, quote unquote right equipment, whether I have permission, whether I have anyone's approval, or whether I'm doing it in a perfect way. Because if I waited for those conditions, to be met, I would never do anything. I just wouldn't. I would go about my daily life, cleaning the house, feeding ourselves, walking my dog, and living a very small life. So being able to let go of my need for perfectionism or Fear of that being a requirement from others is what allowed me to get this far in the first place, and what allowed me to begin living what I would consider a much bigger life than the one I was living two years ago. I do still have physical limitations, I do still have financial budgeting requirements that. Don't always allocate money to the things that I would rather be spending it on. I, I live in the real world like the rest of us, the rest of you.
1: <clears throat>
0: so that's why I wanted to share all that is just to kind of get get around to a little introduction about me, how this started and why I don't give a shit about being perfect. Because that's probably a good thing to know about me going in. <laughs> I said, I don't give a shit about being perfect, and that is because I am a recovered perfectionist. I, I mean, I was like, you know, how everyone used to use Martha Stewart. It's like, oh, okay, Martha is like the person who couldn't just invite some people over for brunch. It's like. I'm going to source my portobellos and go out to my farm and grab my eggs that are free-range chickens. I'm going to make homemade scones with blueberries from my bushes and then I'm going to wrap them in raffia. Just that standard of, quote, uh, excellence, unquote, that was somehow deemed the requirement 15 to 20 years ago, Uh, I used to be all about that and I kicked ass at it. And the reason was in order for me as a person with disabilities in a larger body to be employable, to be valued, Uh, and to be respected, whatever I was doing, it didn't matter if it was a job or a mom's group or choir, whatever it was, uh, because of the fact that I would have some absences, I needed to go above and beyond what anybody else was doing so that when I did have to be absent, they forgave it or tolerated it because they knew when I was there I was gonna do the work of three people or I was gonna be the best at whatever it was. Uh, so I don't, I don't know if that need to be perfect was something that was just in my personality, my, my makeup, my astrology, my human design, or if it was an adapted coping me- mechanism of, you know, coming from a family of origin with lots and lots of trauma Plus the world and all of the barriers put in my way. Um, Or, you know, so who knows? But the point is, is whatever it was and however it got in me, I had to get rid of it. Especially when I had that bout of six years of chemo because I was lucky to um, keep up with hygiene and feed us. That was about all I could do for a really long time. So, wow, that was a lot of backstory. But fast forward to now. And you're all going through a little bit of this period of time that I went through. Where your consciousness has expanded to a point where you're ready to level up and grow in a bigger way you know we go through this process over and over of learning forming a chrysalis around us uh, thrashing about in friction and emerging as a butterfly and this doesn't just happen once Uh, you know a lot of people talk about an awakening this doesn't just happen once it happens in cycles and happens to you throughout your life so like all of you who are about to pop out of a chrysalis, I have been doing the same thing. Um, The difference is that once you have been through some of the early work and you have learned the things about yourself that you didn't want to accept about yourself, you've integrated all the parts of yourself and the, the downloads that you get and Your new awareness of how the world seems versus what you thought it was. Um, Once you're able to establish that feeling of peace. The kind of peace I'm talking about is the kind of peace that even if the dog throws up on your white suit that you're supposed to wear to the thing and then your car doesn't start. And some other disaster of the day happens. You're, you're annoyed. You might be irritated. You might be like, oh man, now I got to deal with this. But you're not whipped up into an anxious frenzy of why me? And oh no, now I have to deal with all these things. And now I'm going to feel miserable for days because my entire Being is defined by what is happening externally around me. You begin to make a shift to where you are completely, almost completely internally self-regulated. And this doesn't mean that you don't love and need other people in your life and have very deep, happy relationships. This doesn't mean that Your choice of career or passion or pursuit or hobby or whatever it is, isn't as enjoyable. It's just you are no longer doing things or needing external reward or validation. You're doing them because you want to and because you enjoy them. Not because of what it's going to get you or because other people will be pleased by what you're doing. You do it because you want to, simple as that. It's a desire. It's not an implanted need or want. So when that happens and you start to go through these periods of growth and expansion, it it feels a little differently. It doesn't feel quite as earth shattering. And sorry if you can hear the noise of me moving around. Or the noise of my neighbor messing with whatever he has to rev for half an hour. That he's never actually going to drive anywhere. But whatever makes him happy. That's his passion. Um, See, there's a good example. Old me, two years ago, or even a year ago, I would have to stop what I'm doing. Because I would probably be getting so anxious and annoyed at the annoyance that is happening in my presence that I would not be able to continue. And that is a huge shift for me. It is a huge shift because I feel like I have a little bit of that misophonia thing too, where certain noises, like a really sharp dog bark or uh, revving of engines, Um, equipment, just, you know, things that are like an auditory mosquito, uh, it wouldn't just make me irritated or distracted or Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. It would be like a full on, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Um, like full on panic attack, almost rage. Like I would feel rage. I would want to punch a wall because I just wanted the noise to stop so funny sometimes I start these and I don't know where they're gonna go so that is kind of a good analogy for what's happening right now and the chaos that you may be feeling and experiencing and of course we see it in our external world Um, and I'm not saying ignore those things because there are if you're called to only if you're called to It is important to share stuff and to be a voice for those that are silenced, but you don't need to immerse yourself in it. And the less you pay attention to it, the better. So one of the questions a lot of times is like, okay, but how do I do that? How do I just not, how do I not allow these external things to get to me? And... My personal answer to that, because not one thing works for everyone, but my personal answer to that is the love expansion. It is the prana. It is the physical movements, the music and the energetic process that I do with consciousness anchoring that has allowed me to cultivate that feeling of peace. And it has allowed me to cultivate the ability to sit here in my bedroom where um, neighbor is probably maybe 30 feet away in his driveway. So it's like I could go hide in some corner of the house maybe and escape the noise, but not really. Uh, I can sit here and that is not affecting me. It is not affecting me to the level of feeling anxiety or anger or any of those things welling up in me. And that is because establishing that connection with Source and with the Earth and honestly with the cosmos goes far beyond our planet. But even just connecting with Gaia... And source and having that flow of energy, cultivating that love frequency in your energy field allows me to filter out the noise and not have a reaction to external stimuli that I don't choose to have. I'm trying to remember if I already told this story. I'm pretty sure I did. I told it in my Patreon. So, I'm not going to retell it. Uh, I'm all about, at the moment, um, doing things in a way which is efficient. And where I don't have to repeat efforts. Because, thanks to the appearance on Jess's Patreon, um, I have a lot of new patrons and listeners. And thank you so much and welcome to all of you, a lot more followers. I need to continue to be meticulous about how I use my physical, mental and emotional energy so that I'm available for everyone and also so that I am fully taking care of myself, doing things that make me joyful and not just working. All of the time because even if you love the work you're doing it's still work and it's still not being in balance to have that completely take your life over so with what you're going through right now there's a free group consciousness anchoring that I did that is up on my YouTube channel if you could use some centering and rejuvenation feel a little bit of that unconditional love frequency and some inner peace uh, that is there at your disposal for you to use whenever you like it seemed to really help the 20 people that were there i had some amazing feedback i may actually pull that up and just try to share some of that anonymously but i'm grateful That I've gotten to this place where I can have this feeling in myself and I can help give that to others. Who knows? I might even wind up getting both episodes out today. We'll see how the day goes. I had a very important session with a talented friend of mine, Brittany Porter, Soul Harmony Healing. We're great friends and also I guess you would call us peers and colleagues, but I need to make sure that I spend enough time including and nurturing a very young version of me. She said my three-year-old self was like no other. inner child she has worked with at this point, at least not a three-year-old. And that reflects what my memories of it are, what happened at that point in my life was pretty intensely imprinting, but I really did just come into the world remembering everything, just not having the, you know, ability to speak it or communicate it immediately and I think I also had a lot of frustration with that but at any rate I'm excited I'm excited to be integrating into myself more I'm excited about this new movement practice that I have started with a friend of mine Kate who's a patron And the way all of these things have been divinely timed together because my oldest left for college. Um, I'm a bit estranged from my mother at the moment uh, because of something she's going through. She has dementia, um, but she's still able to take care of herself enough that we can still be dysfunctional. Sometimes And that's fun. Uh, but it's just all of these things, including the physical movement, which is releasing trauma from the muscles. It's like I'm having this um, well-orchestrated crash course in mm-hmm. reintegrating that younger self and releasing any layers left over that would prevent me from continuing to expand and grow in the ways that I am right now. I started doing the water blessing. That is something that I have been back backburnering in my mind since probably January or February. But it took a while to get there and my <laughs> my future plans with that are to teach others how to do it and also travel to go to other bodies of water and bless them and again teach others how to do that. That's one of my dreams, my long range plans, another thing that happened recently and um, It's what gave me the confidence to be able to say to a lot of my, my friends and contacts and community members last week, when I could see that people were really starting to have a very hard time and kind of at that crisis point where, uh, they might give up entirely. Um, I was happy that I was able to, do that consciousness anchoring for that many people because I had not done that before. Um, I cannot do the entire process with that many people at once because that is an individual and private experience. That's why it's usually in private sessions, but I can, in a group setting, give that connection with Source and Gaia and help you establish your own energetic. Flow and structure, so that you have your own sense of inner peace. The reason I knew that I could do that was because of the funny period of reliving my 20s that I had in September. I wound up traveling to Denver twice. The first time I went to Iron Maiden, and the second time I went to see Mother Mother. And in between there, I saw Melissa Etheridge locally at the Iron Maiden concert. It was pretty much like 95% dudes, um, but not, you know, all, all very, very nice. It was it was the most interesting experience going because uh, I knew it might be a little physically hard for me my son my oldest really wanted to be on the floor of course which you know I don't blame him but I was like okay I'll I'm going along for the ride uh, I'm sure if I have to sit down they'll find somewhere to put me um, so I had fully intended that while I was there I was going to be doing the prana breathing and connecting with Gaia and just helping to use the amplified energy of a stadium to keep my leg muscles (laughs) working and keep me upright. So I'm in the middle of doing that as the band is playing and I'm connecting with Gaia and then I hear another voice and they're both talking to me and they they said while you're doing this, if you wish to help, you could uh, ask their higher selves to if they would like to be activated into awakening consciousness. And they said, these are your, These are your sons, your brothers, your fathers, your, uh, you know, your, and ask them to stand with everyone who does not have sovereignty, stand with everyone who does not have full human rights, and support you all in that battle of wills for sovereignty. So as I'm doing this, I you know, I'm like, okay, sure, fine. Go on, activate through me, you know, and I, I'm not fully taking in exactly what's happening, to be honest. But then it 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 happens and I feel this this energy flowing through me and uh it really did feel a bit like I was floating, like my legs weren't even having to work. Um, and I could feel all of that divine, what we've traditionally called masculine energy, but what we're trying to find new non gendered terms for. I like building... Uh, building and motivation for that masculine energy. I think the building and nurturing and then maybe the feminine is creating and receiving and they work together and this is why we need to be balanced in these energies. But I felt all of that divine building, nurturing, protecting energy flowing through me and it it was like making up for all of the times throughout my life that that was lacking or not present. And it was very moving. And so I'm standing, I mean, okay. So, So I'm standing in the middle of this metal concert with all of these dudes who have various ages. It was more Gen X heavy than anything I would say as far as demographics, but all of these men, and they're being like vulnerable and hugging each other, and you know we're listening to this really like high powered, very broy music, and Bruce Dickinson is up there wailing like a banshee, and there's like a giant uh plane over the so it was just the strangest setting for me to be doing this entire process. This entire ritual that I was doing. And uh, a couple days later, there was some actual physical um, fallout afterwards. Because one of the things that I had known I was doing for quite a while is collectively birthing new timelines. Which I am not the only one who does this. I know I've talked to lots of you about having that experience collectively and it will literally feel like your abdomen bloats or swells and your body is shape-shifting strangely and then you feel crummy as if you're in labor. Sometimes there's cramping. Um, I found getting in a bathtub helps, but at any rate, uh, and then, you know, sometimes the purging is more digestive. Sometimes it's crying. But two days after this ritual experience, I had the uh, birthing of all of this energy. And part of what has been explained to me for more than one source now, not just my personal intuition and channeling, but more than one source is that we need the physical body to bring the energy, to bring the light codes, to bring the balance in we need to birth it through a physical body and this doesn't mean that you you know obviously that you need to be um assigned female at birth or that you have to be uh, identifying as a woman to be part of that I think we all those who have signed up for this timeline management and this energetic birthing process go through it no matter what our physical makeup or our gender identity is but at any rate I know for me that is what it feels like hi I'm Sarah I'm Sarah Fino. and I'm Andrea welcome, welcome to, to conscious, conscious cronies, cronies podcast, podcast. We are creating a safe space for other conscious cronies where we'll share wellness tips that actually work. With our combined experience of health challenges, we will shine a light on ableism and discrimination. And we'll share our spiritual journeys as health challenged mystics. It's hard enough to manage disabilities without having a layer of disapproval and isolation on top of it. Even spiritual communities have ingrained ableism and shame those with disabilities through toxic positivity. Our experience is discounted along with our knowledge. But we wanna change all of that by sharing our hearts, laughter, and occasional tears with all of you. Join Join us us in in changing changing the world. world. It really wasn't until I came back and then started describing that whole experience to Serafina that fully sank in what I did and what I was doing and what I could do. What makes this next part even funnier and of, and of course all of this was happening with the start of Mercury retrograde and then the close of Mercury retrograde. So I go over for the mother mother concert. What makes this funny is that I didn't, it's not like I planned any of this out. So this is another example of how divine timing works sometimes. And you really just need to be in the flow of life and not try to control things too much because the the more you can just go with the flow, the more magical things get. But the mother mother concert was supposed to happen in January and got canceled because of COVID. So I had already bought the Iron Maiden tickets for the middle of September. I wanted to go do something with my son before he left for a year and a half for school. And So I got those tickets and then shortly after that, it came through that the mother mother concert was rescheduled, which I had no control over when that was going to happen. But it did make it so that I was going to Denver twice in one month, (laughs) which is a lot. Uh, That's like a three to four hour drive from here, five to six, depending on weather. So, normally, that would be something that I wouldn't do in that manner, but my oldest was able to drive for the first trip, so that's part of what made it more doable. But at any rate, it was kind of hilarious that I had this first concert to go to that was so masculine, uh, for lack of a less gendered term, and then one that is feminine, or we could say paternal and maternal. I went to the Mother Mother concert, and I did the same activation process, only this time I was bringing in, along with activation for others who wish to receive it, a whole bunch of ass-kicking Feminine goddess archetypes like Kalima and Lilith and Athena and just all of these Quan Yin, all of these very powerful archetypes of the feminine, of the divine creation, and, and receiving. So, I find it interesting that those energies are coming in towards the end of the year as we are in ourselves seeking to balance those energies. And as anyone who has been othered or oppressed in any way is some of them in a fight for their life, for sovereignty right now. And. The infusion of all of this energy should embolden your strength, whatever your will desires. It's the time to stop playing small. It's the time to take up space. It's the time to stand up for your rights or the rights of others. And that doesn't have to be done violently necessarily or in any way that's unpleasant to you. But there, there are a lot of different ways to advocate for people who are othered. And that's what we're being asked to do. Even if we are an other ourselves, there are probably those who have more of a lion's share of burden there. So we can all do more to bolster each other. As we go through this process of the world. And this has always been a true thing. But now we have the most chance that I have seen in my lifetime of having a massive shift of paradigms, timelines, societal norms, all of those things a massive shift towards empathy and compassion and acceptance of what promotes human rights and refusal and rejection of anything seeking to oppress that. Sometimes it's as simple as simply having the will this is what I want the world to be. I will this into being with all of my heart, energy, mind, soul, love, determination. So all of these struggles become literally about a battle, battle of will, will and desire. Who wants it more? Do the oppressors want it more or do the oppressed want it more? And we need to graduate from the polarities of those labels because everyone can be an oppressor and everyone can be oppressed in different ways. So I feel like that's what we're learning how to do. And hopefully (laughs) these ceremonies that I did which felt fantastic by the way. Uh I did not have like there was zero negative effect. Um there there's an amplification when that many people are gathered anyway. So having all of that energy flowing through me allows me to make big leaps and changes and growth because It just burns out, you know, it brings everything to the surface that needs to be dealt with. And for me right now, that is my three-year-old inner child. And I think we're going to go have a PB&J and maybe watch some dolphins. So in the meantime, I will get that other fabulous interview out with my friend Dana Espinosa. I just want to thank everyone who is here, everyone who has been a support everyone who listens everyone who shares and everyone out there who is doing one of the hardest things a human ever does which is keeping a loving heart and keeping hope alive I know there are many many things happening Which can make hope almost feel impossible or like you're not seeing reality. But some of the most hopeful, hope-filled, wise, and peaceful people I have ever met are people who have been through circumstances we can't even imagine. Things like the Holocaust and they tend to be the most hopeful people. Whatever circumstances you are in and struggling with, all of your feelings are valid and they are real. And I would never invalidate how you're feeling about everything. But what I would say is that, just remember that you can hold more than one feeling Or emotion or thought at a time and so while you're going through the hard stuff take moments out to allow yourself to feel hope or allow yourself to feel loved and supported because you are I promise that you are and I love you that is for sure So thank you so much, and you know where I am if you need me. I haven't even looked at space weather today yet, if you can believe that, but I just kind of feel like it's quiet. Won't it be funny if I look in there and there's been 10 X flares and all the scientists are losing their mind? But somehow I doubt it. Have a great week, everybody, and I love you. and kittens let me tell you about meow podcast on youtube this is our collaboration between myself andrea land grooving goddess and Serafina of Fraggle-ing with Serafina. It's hard to believe that we have been doing Meow Podcast, M-E-O-W-W, on YouTube for almost a year now. Watch for a lot of exciting upcoming events this year. We host a global panel discussion, and healing conversations about topics including metaphysical, sociopolitical, health, really all about aspects of human and non-human life. So come join us on Meow Podcast. Please like, subscribe, hit that alarm button so that you get notifications of our episodes when they drop. We have many guests from Grooving Goddess and also from Fraggling with Serafina as well as entirely different guests that you're not going to get on other podcasts. So come listen, watch, and enjoy Meow Podcast today. You can also find and follow our page on Instagram, the Meow Podcast, and send us a DM if you would like to be on the show or you have any questions or comments or just want to say howdy. So come on down and start your stuff with us cats and kittens in these healing conversations. Meow Podcast. It's not a vibe. It's a
1: frequency.